Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The beer is cold and the wings are hot. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. You can hear him on Fantasy Sports Radio, Win Daily Sports. Always love talking fantasy football with Tony Cotillo. Gino's obsessed with your gigantic ring from your profile What picture. is the ring for, Tony? What, what, what are you showing uh, off in that photo? You guys know that that's a, that's a Super Bowl ring. Obviously, it's not the real deal. It's a uh, you know, listen, it's it's a prototype, but it's a Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl ring. Oh, I thought maybe it was like your fantasy. Like this would have been like the <laughs> ring to show off when you yeah. When you win oh man, so. Tony, I'm all wrong. I mean, yeah. I, I knew you're an Eagles guy, but I didn't realize. I, like when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he probably won that for you know winning some you know big prestigious <laughs> fantasy football league or something. No, that's for the that's where the championship belts come in. Yeah, yeah, get like the WWE replica championship belts for that. I'd rather have that than the ring. The ring's for my bird. I love it. I love it. Tony, um, look, every year, every year at this time, fantasy football experts they do their list, they do their rankings, they do their tiers. There's a handful of players that they they convince themselves they can't leave the draft without. There's a handful of players they convince themselves they can't draft. Uh, you don't have to go too in depth because we don't have all night. I would love to just talk fantasy football and and you know peek around inside your brain and see what you're thinking. But is there a specific player that you find yourself not leaving drafts with this draft season? Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one because I, you know what? This year, I think there's a lot. <laughs> um, there really is, and, and it all depends on what kind uh, of system that we're looking at. And that, that's as far as what your scoring system is. Yeah. I think the wide receivers are 100% the the top position this year to really go after. And I'm going to listen. There's one guy. I think you guys know who he is. Um, you know, I'll talk about Garrett Wilson. I. You know, listen, I think Garrett Wilson is a guy. I want Garrett Wilson everywhere. That's the guy I want. And, and he, again, he's a top guy. I get that. But I think he's going to be a top five receiver this year. Uh, I continue to love Garrett Wilson. I love the rapport he already has with Aaron Rodgers. Now, Rodgers did injure his camp a little bit today. I, I, I'm not too worried about that. But uh, he's a guy. And I will say this, locally, another receiver that you guys are, you know, not you, but a lot of people out there aren't giving enough love to is Devontae Smith. I'm telling you now that Devontae Smith will have better numbers this year than A.J. Brown. He is that good. Uh, I've watched him in camp. I've read the story. He is polished, and he's a third-year wide receiver. 
And people that play fantasy football know third-year wide receivers, it's breakout time. You know, it's funny. You mentioned that. And I think when you think about the Eagles receivers, you think about A.J. Brown first and foremost. You're predicting that Devontae Smith could actually have a more productive season than A.J. Brown. There's another team out west that I think there's a similar situation going on with their receivers. And it always puzzles me. Every year, I feel like fantasy football drafters disrespect Tyler Lockett and always go for the shiny object of D.K. Metcalf. And now you also have Jackson Smith and Jigba is a part of that offense. Is Lockett the guy you want in that Seattle offense or do you go with the flashy to the flashy new toy in, in JSN or the guy that you know in DK Metcalf see I it's funny I, I actually I'm with you I'm not a DK Metcalf guy and you know JSN is an absolute prodigy as far as talent but we just don't know how that quickly that's going to translate and there's another guy named Geno Smith throwing the ball is he going to be the Geno Smith we saw last year or will he take a step back for my money, I go Lockett. I think Lockett is the guy who week to week consistently gets the ball. If you, if you take out week 15 and 17, you know, he ended the year last five, six weeks with at least seven targets per game. That's the kind of guy you want. That's not what DK Metcalf did. And, and let's face it, he went on a run last year where he had six games in a row where he scored at least one touchdown. So I'll still go Tyler Lockett all day. Tony Cotillo, our guest here in the sports bar. So there was one take, and this is the season it takes, right? Because you can say things, and then you know, not not often do you get held accountable for it. But there was a take yesterday that Danger and I heard, like, whoa, um, when Ryan Clark of ESPN goes on and says, "Yeah, you know, um, there's a receiver that's more talented than Justin Jefferson, and his name is George Pickens." I, okay, Pickens is good, but are you willing to say he's going to get into that top 10 sort of echelon? Uh, your thoughts on Pickens and that, I guess that Steeler offense overall, because it could be good if Kenny Pickett actually steps up. Yeah, and and you just you just hit the, 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 the golden word there, the golden phrase, Kenny Pickett, right? You can only go as far as your team, and, and I love Ryan Clark, and I don't know, you know, maybe he's talking about from a, a talent perspective, he's going to grow into that kind of guy. I, I don't know what he's looking at because when I look at Justin Jefferson, I look at the most polished and the most consistent receiver in the game who quite possibly could hit 2,000 yards this year. Uh, so I, I do not even see George Pickens even coming close to that because of the offense he's in. He is uber talented. I agree. One-handed catches, toe touches, his routes are crisp. But at the end of the day, it's like what you have in Atlanta. I love Drake London. I love Kyle Pitts, but is Desmond Ritter the guy that we're going to be throwing in the ball that I'm going to say, I hope he gets it to him? I mean, this is what you have to look at. So as much as I love Pickens, he's not ready to challenge for that top 10 spot yet. No way. Hey, let's stay in the AFC North and, and look at an offense that maybe deserves a little bit more respect on their name. There's some unknowns with Baltimore. Todd Munkin is coming in, but we know what his history has looked like. And all reports out of out of Ravens camp is that the offense is humming. Um, what are your what's your takeaway on on the Ravens offense and which assets should we be targeting? Yeah, I'll tell you what I, I've done about twelve to thirteen mock drafts in the past two weeks. Uh, we do one uh, every Sunday night on the Sirius Show from nine to eleven, and we have a lot of fun with it. And a guy that's getting no love for some reason is Odell Beckham Jr. Now. I'll be honest with you. I know everybody wants to talk about the two ACLs. They want to talk about the injury history. But listen, this is a, a veteran guy who doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires over the past two years, right? So 
um, you know, or taken off of his tires, I should say. This is the guy that could come in and be that number one weapon that Lamar Jackson needs besides Mark Andrews. And they also drafted a guy in Zay Flowers and a guy last year in Rashad Bateman and a guy in Devin DuVernay who goes deep and opens up the offense. This could be, guys, this could be, and you might, this is going to be a good one for you because it has your territory, but this could be growing into that Buffalo Bills explosive style offense where Odell becomes that Stephon Diggs, Zay Flowers becomes that Gabe Davis, and then you have Bateman and DuVernay that kind of play that Shakir role. So I, I really think that, you know, if you're targeting somebody, listen, you're getting Odell Beckham Jr. like the seventh round. He could be a number one wide receiver and get you 85 catches in the seventh round. So that's the guy I'm targeting. Tony, uh, tonight we get the one game. It's the Eagles and Browns. And I think the last time we talked about Deshaun Watson, and like we're all going to be watching Watson. But I'm going to ask you the question from this perspective. And Danger and I, we're in a super flex league. So for everybody not familiar, uh, super flex is where you get to play a second quarterback in the flex. And Tony, yep. I love that because to me, it feels more like real football. It puts the importance on the quarterback position. And yeah, you could rattle off who the, you know, the starting quarterbacks top 12 in fantasy. And then you get to who should be your second quarterback. And is it a guy like Watson? Who might be that guy that if you're in a super flex, you would say this is a quarterback that's going to get some garbage yards or this is a quarterback uh, that is young that people don't know about. Who are you high on that at the quarterback position that maybe the, the rest of uh, everybody is not? Now, I'll tell you what, I, I, I do really, really like Deshaun Watson. I do think it's his reclamation year. Obviously, I know it sounds cliche, but, you know, let's let's remember, he was just rusty last year. He came into an offense he wasn't familiar with. Um, and, and he's got a lot of weapons out there in Cleveland. And, you know, for my money, Stefanski's a, a heck of a head coach when it comes to developing an offensive uh, mindset. So I do like him, but there are a lot of reports out there right now that he's looked kind of flat. Remember, He's been doing joint practicing here with, in Philadelphia, and the reports I've gotten from a lot of my people, my sources, are that he hasn't looked very good. Now, I don't know what we take out of that, but if you're a little bit skeptical, you can go down the realm a little bit. And listen, guys, Anthony Richardson is going to be an absolute yep, stud. Yep. Absolute stud. And remember, another guy from Philly and Shane Steichen that really did a heck of a job with Jalen Hurts. Same style of quarterback. He's got to learn his accuracy. He can throw it through the wall, right? He can throw a ball uh, two football fields long. It's just about accuracy, just like we see with Fields in Chicago. So I really love Anthony Richardson. And now it looks like it's his team. And, man, the sky's the limit for that kid. Yeah, Tony. I mean, when he was drafted, I, I kind of like – a, a smile came across my face because I remember watching him at Florida and thinking he's raw, but he's going to be something. And then to see him go to a team like Indianapolis and now to hear them actually put that vote of confidence on him and may name him the week one starter. I, my take on Richardson is that this guy could end up having the kind of rookie season that we haven't seen out of a quarterback like him since Cam Newton. And if you were somebody who had Cam Newton in, in a super flex league as your QB too, you were winning oh. leagues. Yes, absolutely. And and I just did two super flex mock drafts, and there literally was 12 quarterbacks selected in the first three rounds. I mean, and, and, that, and that's what happens, right? Because yeah. you get your number one guy, and you just hit the nail on the head. That, that 2015 Cam Newton year was unbelievable. If you had Cam Newton, you were, you were unbeatable. 
And I really think watching the way Steichen was able to formulate an offense around Jalen Hurts and his strengths and weaknesses here in Philadelphia is the same thing he's going to do out there in Indianapolis. So, uh, you know, to expect 3,500 yards and 20 touchdowns is not a pipe dream at all. And that's just, to me, that's just the, the low part of what his game could be. Tony, it feels like it's been a long week because uh, this happened earlier in the week, and uh, it, the idea that uh, the AFC East got a little bit better at the running back uh, room here. Uh, Cook going to the Jets, Ezekiel Elliott going to New England. Where would you put both of those running backs here as we're all kind of uh, updating here our list uh, heading to our draft? Uh, this is so typical Bill Belichick. That's why I never draft a running back from the New England Patriots. I, I'll tell you guys real fast, you know, back in the day, I drafted Lawrence Maroney. I said, <laughs> oh, man, this dude's going to go off. And then all of a sudden, the first game he's not even playing because Bill Belichick is smarter than everybody. So all the Ramadre Stevenson fans, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'd be nervous because I'm not saying Ezekiel is going to be a stud from a fantasy perspective. But, man, is he going to steal some touchdowns. This is like Michael Bush territory. This is Jamal Williams territory. He's going to get that ball at the goal line all the time. Now, Dalvin Cook, different story. I think Dalvin Cook has a real possibility to be a really good asset because he can catch the ball. And you guys know Aaron Rodgers loves throwing to the running back. He made a living out of it out there in Green Bay, especially with Aaron Jones. That's why he got paid. So, you have Brees Hall coming back from the ACL injury, coming back slow. And they have Dalvin Cook, who's got a lot left for a team that has Super Bowl, Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, Tony, I was going to ask you about Brees Hall and, and what it means for Brees Hall. How do you deal with Brees Hall, knowing he's coming off the ACL, <laughs> knowing that he's got competition with Cook? I mean, we've seen Brees Hall catch out of the backfield and, and, and be that kind of back that, that they probably want in that offense that Aaron Rodgers likes to throw to. But Cook complicates things here, right? Yeah, he really does. And, and and to be honest with you, what you just said is why I feel like Hall isn't even close to being that 100% because they went out and got the same style of running back to at least be in that fold until he's ready. And then what you're looking at is if you're in a dynasty league or you're in a deeper kind of league, then they, you, you draft the Brees Hall and you don't worry about it. But now he drops down. And this is a guy who was going first couple rounds. I think he's got to drop down now because I think the expectation is a full split when he's healthy and you still have Michael Carter that they do like in specific roles out there. So they're going to utilize all three of those guys. Uh, so it does definitely spell trouble for Brees Hall. Tony Cotillo is our guest. I always like uh, drafting guys from good offenses and this was a good offense like five years ago, not so much right. the last few years, but tell me if I'm overreacting to preseason football because Sunday afternoon I'm watching saints and chiefs. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> Car in New Orleans. Huh. Okay, Alvin Kamara's not going to be there the first three weeks. He still looks very good. Wow, this looks like an improved offense. Now, is that just preseason and the Chiefs aren't doing anything, or is that a source for some cheap points? What are your thoughts on the Saints entering 2023? Yeah, You know what? The Saints are one of my most intriguing teams because, number one, I'm really curious to see how Derek Hall really for, you know, formulates an offense on another team. And I'm looking at guys like Michael Thomas, who listen, we haven't heard from him for two years. Now, all of a sudden, he's getting healthier. Now, all of a sudden, it looks like he's going to play. Kamara, he drops down to that two, three-game suspension instead of the six games he was going to get. So he's still going to be in the fold. He's very explosive. People are overlooking him. So I, I think this is interesting. It really is. But when you look at it from a preseason perspective, the only thing I look at anymore from preseason is look at offensive plays. And I don't even look at the scheme. 
Because the thing is, the one thing they can't change is the plays. They can change the scheme, but they're not changing the plays. So you can look at those routes that these guys are running. You can look at kind of the, the scripted runs that they're doing because they're going to be the same thing, but with different players. But the overall scheme may change and be vanilla, especially when we're talking about Kansas City, because I can tell you what, guys, Andy Reid, I watched him for years here in Philadelphia, and he showed you absolutely zero uh, in the preseason, which is exactly what Doug Peterson does in Jacksonville. So. What about teams that you want absolutely nothing to do with? You want none of their parts on oh, offense. Man. I mean, like, I look out west, Arizona strikes me as a team, like, I don't care who's there. I want yep. no part of that offense. And I, it's it's funny, we were just talking about how you have to sell your soul to the devil to win a Super Bowl <laughs> championship sometimes. The Rams aside from Cooper Cup, but even with Cooper Cup and, and, and a Matthew Stafford who looks to be on his last leg, I'm nervous about that offense as well. Yeah, I'd be very nervous about the Rams. And the one team that you didn't mention is my undraftable talent from teams is going to be San Francisco. And I'll tell you why. Mm. You know, the only guy I feel is draftable and that you don't need to worry about is CMC. Yeah. I do not. I want nothing from Ayuk, nothing from Debo, nothing from George Kittle. Not, because here's the deal. Kyle Shanahan found out how much he can utilize and use CMC last year. And when Shanahan finds out that he can really drill a running back into the ground, that's what he's going to do. And that means less targets for guys like Debo. That means less plays for guys like Ayuk and more blocking for guys like Kittle. And I'm not sold on the quarterback position either. So I want nothing to do with San Francisco unless I'm getting CMC. So that's the one team, not just because they're in the West, but one team overall that I'm looking to fade. Ooh, I love that take. Uh, Tony, last one for me. And it concerned, again, another overreaction, or maybe it's not. Like, Look, I could have like completed all you know that little screen pass to DJ Moore, but then there he goes there and it has a lot of Bears fans excited. So he's talking about me. Yeah. Yeah, I am danger, and like everybody, every Bears fan. I is know like where this. he's going. Yeah, like, like I know where he's going. Re- reality versus uh, you know the the value here, uh, Tony. As far as what are you to see Fields and this Bears offense because they certainly look good over the weekend. Yeah, they did, and, and what I will it's, it's funny you brought that up because I kind of went back and forth with a couple people on the timeline and through YouTube about this, and the people that gave me the same deal. Oh, you love Justin Fields. He threw two passes for two yards. I said. At the end of the day, when we look at projections and we look at stats at the end of the year, does it say he threw four two-yard passes that went for 80? No. It says he threw for 320 yards. So I could care less if it's two yards. Because guess what? I dealt with a quarterback in McNabb that threw worm burners into the ground a lot here in Philadelphia, and he couldn't even get the two-yard pass completed. So the thing that I look at is DJ Moore is such a relief for what Fields can do because he's going to be able to take it to the house. If you guys remember – you know, I don't know if I, well, and I was only used last year or not. We talked about Tua before he got injured. I said the best thing about having guys like Tyreek Hill is Tua had an accuracy problem. What's the best way to solve that? A short passing game and guys that could take it to the house. So why should we get frustrated or that? We should love that because that means Justin Fields is going to throw the ball more this year and just to get more yards, even if they're smaller plays that develop in the big touchdowns. And the Bears are winning the Super Bowl based on that one play. We're overreacting. Indulge me a little bit, Tony. Mm. Come on. Um, Tony, it's great having you on with us. Love talking fantasy football as we're hitting peak draft season now. Uh, tell our audience more about where they can get your work here in preparation for their draft. Yeah, you can get listening. You can go to windowsports.com, whether it be YouTube, whether it be podcast, the website, social media. Always drop a content for fantasy football. And every Sunday night, 
uh, from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Sirius Fantasy Sports Radio Channel 87. Uh, we're doing mock drafts every Sunday. Uh, call-ins for the second hour. It's a lot of fun, so you can come join the party. Tony, appreciate you. Let's do this again, and uh, good luck drafting. And uh, how many how many leagues are you in, Tony? Uh, so I cut it back. I used to, I'll be honest with you. I, I used to be in four, uh, and I thought, and again, that, that was too many for me. So I cut it back to two, but I do two best ball uh, leagues as well. So that's, you know, set it and forget it. So I kind of, you know, that helps me because I'm so busy throughout the year. At least I just have to prepare for the draft and just watch the team play. Love it. Tony, appreciate the time, bud. Let's do it again soon. Sounds good. Have a great day, fellas. Tony Cotillo. You can hear him on Fantasy Sports Radio, Wind Daily Sports. Great stuff there as you're preparing for your fantasy football draft. So he wears a replica championship ring of the Eagles. Where, where's your 85 replica ring danger? I don't have, I don't have one. I, I somewhere buried deep in, uh, in my storage, I know I have a VHS tape of the Super Bowl shuffle. What am I doing with that? <laughs> Can I do anything with that? Same thing. I have a Super Bowl 25. Never on VHS. It. Yeah, on VHS. Yeah, you can't go back and watch that now, can you? Uh, yeah, I could I could dig that up, blow the dust off of it, try to find something to play it on, and uh, or I could just you know dig it up on YouTube, I suppose. Uh, we'll get to appetizers next in the sports bar, a little NFL whip around. We'll get to uh, some of the news and notes that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, and, and something uh, about Josh Allen I found interesting. Josh Allen said, nope. We're not talking about this. No. I'll explain. All right. We'll get to that and more next. If uh, It's time for NFL appetizers in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 